time is more like a place and gives support to the block of universe view of time. Present is the most real perception of time. However, almost all of what we perceive as the present is already the past. For the present is a fleeting moment. Somebody say a fleeting moment. Whatever is happening now, presently, confined to a narrow point on the timeline, which is being encroached upon what we think of as the past and the future. Unlike the present, the past and the future are measurable durations of time. Past historical events, a meeting or a wedding, are all measurable durations or extensions in time just like a recorded material on tape. This suggests that past is just a recorded memory while the future can be compared to an unrecorded tape. So the present in which we live in is really just a fleeting moment of time. As even right now, this morning service is no longer the present, but it is now quickly becoming the past. The song service we just had, the offering we just took, the announcements that were just spoken, and the worship that we just so freely enjoyed is no longer in the present, but it is now in the past. The present moments of time, it moves so fast. It's here and then it's gone. It's just that fast. And if we're not careful, it becomes the past before we know it. And we can't go back and fix the past. We now can only change the future by how we respond in the present. Because the present is just a fleeting moment of time. It's how we act now. It's how we respond now. We can't have yesterday again. We can't revisit last week again. We can only enjoy life now. Enjoy the moments we have now. Enjoy the opportunities that we have now. So somehow, we've got to put down the phones. We've got to get off the computers put aside the tablets, and we've got to enjoy the moments we have now. Why? Because life, the present, is just a fleeting moment of time. James said it this way in James chapter 4, 13. He said, go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city, and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? Isn't that the question of the hour today? What is your life? What's it all about? What does your life mean? Because James said, it is even a vapor that appears for a little time 
and then vanishes away. It's just a little time. It's just a little moment. The right here and the right now. It's here today and it's gone before we know it. If we blink, we just may miss it. If we are just preoccupied with something else, we miss the moment. We miss the time because it's just a fleeting moment of time. It's just that quick. You've got to realize the precious commodity we have of time. That is why I have made up my mind I may not feel good in my body. Things may not just be the way that I want it to be. But God is always good. I may not understand it. I may not agree with it. But I will not have a pity party. I will not find somebody else and become negative together. I have made up my mind. I have a God that is good all the time. And all the time God is good. I will not waste one moment on a pity party. I will not waste one second on a naysayer. I will not allow myself to complain or get offended in the course of my life. Why? Because time is just a fleeting moment. I can't afford to waste one minute of it to dwell on negativity. I will not worry about things I can't control. We've got too many people worrying about things they can't control. I counsel with a lot of people that get so frustrated because they can't control them. Can I tell you, after 23 years of marriage, I can't control her. Oh, pastor, you're, you're supposed to be the one that's able. No, no. I can't. Brother Archie, after 23 years, I still don't know how she's wired. She don't think the way I think. And she's like, uh, yeah, he don't think the way I think either. We get too many people that are trying to control one another. And they get so frustrated. Parents, you can't control your kids. We could do our best to train them in an environment. Give them godly principles. Give them a godly compass to follow. To lay down the air in the word. Our job is to teach to them the words of God. To show them, to display it to them. But we can't control them. We can only control who? Us. And the moment we realize that should be a moment of breakthrough in your life. Should be say, you know what? I'm not praying anymore, God change my spouse. I'm praying God change me. Not change my neighbor, change my brother. Cha God just change me. Give me love for them. Give me patience for them. Give me forgiveness for them. 
give me tolerance for them. We live in a world that wants tolerance, right? They want tolerance for you to agree with them. But the moment you disagree is the moment they become now intolerant of you. Stop trying to control one another. Pick up your Bible and read that verse where it says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Get the spotlight off others and get the searchlight on yourself and say, God create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit. Help me to show love. Help me to show mercy. Help me to show forgiveness. Help me to show them you. Isn't that what we're created to be? Christians, Christ-like. Not showing off what you could do or how you could sing or how you could look and how you're the ruler of your home. Quit flexing your muscles and learn to say, God, I'm submitting to you. I want people to see you through me. When was the last time your coworker saw Jesus through you? When was the last time your family took note that you've been with him? You're like, well, man, they're mean. They're cruel. Well, it's because of who they're hanging around. I want to make sure I do my best to hang around him. I want to resemble him. Because time is a fleeting moment. And I can't afford to get bitter or offended. I get bitter and offended because I can't control them. I can't control them. I can control me. And I've made up my mind. I know life is a vapor. It's here today and gone tomorrow and I make up my mind. I'm going to enjoy today. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to say what David said. This is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Have a pity party if you want to. Feel sorry for yourself if you want to. Sit there and suck your thumb and cry woe is me if you want to. But not for me. I'll wake up today and say, God, thank you for today. Thank you for your blessings. You're good all the time. Somebody clap your hands and say, God, I love you. I can't afford to waste this thing called time. I can't afford to dwindle the time that God has given to me. I've got no time to worry. Though worry comes knocking down my door. I've got no time for anxiety. Though anxiety tries to knock down my door. I've got no time to fear, Brother Joseph. But fear comes knocking down my door. I just need love, perfect love that casts out all fear.
I need God to come in the equation. No time for complainers. No time for haters. No time for those despisers of those that are good. Ain't nobody got time for that. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm telling you this. I will bless the Lord at all time. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalm 71, 8 says this. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all what? The day. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength fails. Psalms 59, 16, but I will sing of thy power. Yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. Unto thee, O my strength, will I sing, for God is my defense and the God of my mercy. Psalms 92, it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. It's a good thing. Start or stop starting your mornings in bad modes and start starting your mornings in good modes. How do I get in a good mode? Coffee's not really the answer. Some will say, it does help. But it doesn't answer all things. Because you can still have your coffee and be irritable. But if you understand, it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Once you grab your coffee, you have to. Sip that coffee, but it's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. God, thank you for this coffee. Thank you for that knucklehead. Thank you for my spouse. Thank you for my kids. Thank you for my job. Thank you for the job you're going to give me. Thank you for the raise you're going to give me. Thank you for the promotion you're going to give me. Thank you for the kids that are going to live for you. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. And sing praises unto thy name. To do what? To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning. Well, I'm not a morning person. Well, you start giving God praise in the morning. You'll start turning some things around. And all of a sudden, thy faithfulness every night. Psalms 113, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. The Lord's name is to be praised. Anybody get where I'm going? Anybody understand what I'm trying to convey? This thing called time that we have allotted to us, this thing called time that the Lord has bestowed us, it is so precious. It is so valuable. It is so priceless. And I can't afford to waste it on things that don't matter. The only thing that truly matters is Him. So we sing about. The thing that matters is His kingdom. 
and don't waste it on anything else. But give your best, your time to him because it's all about him. You'll never hear anybody on their deathbed begin to complain because Brother Calvillo, they wanted to work more hours. Oh, if I could have just worked more hours. If I could have just spent more time in my garden. If I could have just, you know, spent more time at the office. Made more money. Obtained more things. I don't think you'll ever hear that. On anybody's deathbed. I wish I'd have worked more. No, but I think there'd be people that would say, I wish I would have spent more time with God and the things of God. I wish I would have put his kingdom first. I wish I would have spent more time with my family and my friends. I wish I would have spent more time reaching the lost, enjoying and loving one another. Wish I had time to tell them how much I love them. A lot of people, when family members pass, that they've got regrets of not telling their family they loved them, that they forgave them. I had a niece that asked me not too long ago a question that was very tough. And she said, Uncle, do you think my dad knew that I loved him? Those are the questions you begin to ponder when you realize this fleeting thing called time. The things that really matters is not the cars, is not the homes, it's not the bank account, it's not the 401k, but the only thing that matters is Jesus and eternity and family and friends. Can I tell somebody, time waits for nobody. Time is no respecter of persons. Oh, the fleeting moments of time, the vapor of life, it's just a little time. It's the brevity of it, Brother Archie. My wife showed me a video. 1995. Some of all the heroes of faith that we had here. It's all your parents there. I never had the pleasure of meeting your parents. Your dad. I met your mother. The leaks and and on and on and on, saw so many. We don't get moments back. We can't go back and change time. 
but we can change right now. We can make up our minds. I'm going to change my future. I'm going to change my course of life. I'm going to break that curse once and for all. I'm going to do my best to take advantage of the fleeting moments of time. I can't get bitter. I can't get offended. I can't get that in my spirits. I've got to learn to forgive. I've got to learn to let it go. I've got to learn to give mercy. I've got to learn to give love. I've got to learn to forgive. Would you lift your voice with me today? Would you lift your voice this morning? God has given every one of us the greatest gift called time. Oh God, let me not waste time. Echo through eternity are the words, if only I had more time. If only I could change time. If only I could go back in time. If only I would have showed compassion on the rich man. Luke chapter 16, 22 through 26, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried, and in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, seeing Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and said Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime Receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed. What is that gulf, Pastor? It's the gulf of time. And I can hear the echoes of Cain and Esau and Saul and Solomon and Judas and Demas and King Agrippa this evening screaming, give me back time. Give me back my moment. Give me back my present. I will do things differently. Hebrews 9, 27, and it's appointed unto men wants to die. But after this, the judgment. We can't afford to wait for another service. We can't afford to wait for another revival or another meeting. 
Don't wait another minute. Don't wait another second. Change your tomorrow. Ephesians 5 says, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. My question to you this hour is, what is time worth to you? What does time mean to you? Time waits for no man. 2 Corinthians 6, 2. Brother Alex, you can come. Now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. As I was praying this morning for this service, I was praying, God, above all else, I must be saved. I don't care about anything else in this world, but above it all, I want to be saved as I know that this thing called time, this fleeting moment of time is just about to be wrapped up and God's going to call us home. And I'm going to stand before him and I'm praying, God, I want my heart, my spirit to be right. I watched a little video clip of a hero of faith that went to be with the Lord. Brother Gerald Buxton. Some of you maybe knew Brother Buxton. So you may not know, but he had his whole family in the hospital room just Minutes from death. Minutes from passing from this earth to the heavens. And as the family was gathered around praying and crying, he looked at them. But Scott, he said, I don't hate nobody. I've got no ill will against anybody. That's how we've got to get. We've got to say, God, would you just look in my heart? Would you search the, the cracks and crevices within? If there's anything in me that displeases you, God, would you purify me? So I want to get to that part where I don't hate nobody. I want to take advantage of this moment of time. If I can love everybody, and I can help all those around me. See, I can't afford to hang on to the hurts and pains of the past. I've got to let them go. I've got to say, God, as you've forgiven me, 
I ought to forgive others. Help us, God, today to understand what's really important. What's really valuable in this life. It's not my car, it's not my home. For Mark 8, 36 says, What should it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses soul? I give you me today. Would you lift your voice in this place this morning? Come on. I don't know what's in your heart. I don't know what's in your life. I don't know what's in your closet. I don't know what someone has done to you or someone has said to you. But if you hear pastor say anything, don't harbor ill will or bitterness or offense. Let it go. Let God cleanse you. Lift your voice in this house. Change the course. Change your future. Oh, I want to be, I want to be saved. Hallelujah. Lift your voice. Come on, I got family that depend on this. I got kids that depend on me. Let me stand for this truth. Let me stand for what's right. Oh. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on, this new year, 2020, start it right. Above all else. Oh, I want to be saved, God. I want to be saved, God. Above. Above. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Come on, lift your voice. Spend some time with Him. Spend some time with God. Turning things around, God. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to do what's right. We're going to act right. We're going to live right. We're going to turn our homes into a spiritual home. We're going to pray. We're going to read your word. We're going to forgive. We're going to give mercy. Oh, God. Oh, just sing that one more time. Let this be a prayer. Let it begin to be birthed in your spirit. Oh, God. <laughs> Above all else, God. I must. I must be saved, God. Oh. Hallelujah. I want to please you, God. Be saved Whatever you have to do to me Let me be lost Eternity Above all else I must We have got to guard, got to fight for this. The Bible says, be soberant, be sober, be vigilant for the adversary. Roameth about, seeking whom he may devour. John 10:10 10, 10 says, A thief cometh not for but to steal kill and destroy and we get our mind on all that oh woe is me lions, tigers and bears oh my thank God it doesn't stop there he said there's one that comes to kill you he said but I've come that you might have life and have life more abundantly take advantage of of the moments of time 
Start your mornings off with prayer. Open up the Word of God. Read a chapter. Read a verse. Sing a song. Before you lay your head on the pillow at night, read another chapter. Read another verse. And give God your best. And God will change directions for you. You say, well, pastor, my home doesn't want to live for God. My family don't want to live for God. My kids might not want, my spouse don't. Quit worrying about things you can't control. Focus on you. Well, but everybody's going to think I'm a, you know, super spiritual. Well, it's better than being super carnal. Be super spiritual. Get that big S on your chest. But live for God. Because if you'll live for God, they will follow. Don't follow them, but follow Him. God, we love you today. We thank you, Lord, for this valuable commodity called time. And I pray, God, that everybody today takes advantage of the fleeting moments of time we have allotted to us. And God, that we would live and we would redeem the time and we would do our best to be a reflection of you. We would be Christians, Christ-like. I pray your hand, your favor, your blessings upon your children today. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Would you clap your hands under the Lord? Find two or three people. Love on somebody. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.